0: can tell
1: her you can tell her anything she's a real good listener you can tell her anything yo what's up it's your girl t it's father long lives daddy t you know me um guys this is a bonus episode you might be thinking wow two episodes in a week what is this her birthday no it's not don't worry there are other people on this pod not just me I won't bore you with another hour long solo episode. This episode, I've been hinting at for a while. Um, it's something I've want, been wanting to do for a bit, um, and I finally got around to it. I'm so sorry that my team of one is very slow. But I, you know, if you guys are a confidant, which you are because you're listening, you know that I love to get a good confession at the beginning of every episode. Just to start on a positive note. So I've been wanting to put together bonus episodes with all the good confessions that month and this first one is going to have more than one month because, because of how long I procrastinated this. Um, but yeah, it's just a kind of a way to put it all together. I really think it's positive. I really love hearing the good confessions um, and hopefully you guys do too. Hopefully if you need a little positivity bump in your day, this will be it. And just because, look, I'm a woman of my word no word that's not the right word I like to do as I what's that thing treat others the way you want to be treated you guys know what I mean point being I'm gonna start with a good confession because um because I don't know I feel like that would be a good way to start you know because look I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is there it is that's what I was looking for okay so I'm recording this Monday morning, bright and early. I woke up early. So that's not my good confession, but maybe that's half one. Um, I often like to sleep in. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but 15 minutes extra sleep doesn't really give me more energy during the day. Waking up early, however, getting something done makes me feel great. So I did wake up early today to record this confession, and um, I feel good about that. But my good confession is going to be, um, I just came back from New York City, where uh, I went to see a good buddy of mine get married and he's a comedian and you know while I was there I did some shows and um, had some fun and went out from you know the the, whatever the, the things you're supposed to do in New York the industry things which I won't get too into but that's not my good confession my good confession is watching my friend get married who I've known for almost 10 years um it was like a very nice moment because I think in comedy uh I you know, I kind of just like went down this path without really thinking what my 10-year plan was going to be. Like, I think we all want to quote-unquote make it, right? There's certain things we think of. And if you're not a comedian, you can still identify with this. Just the idea of like, you have these broad goals. Like, I'd like to, you know, make a certain amount of money or be comfortable or have a family or have kids. But what does that really look like? Like, what is your, what is your day-to-day routine in 10 years? And for me, When I started doing stand-up, it really was just an escape from um, feeling like writing was not going to happen because I studied screenwriting and I thought, you know, what are the chances that I'll ever be able to write something and put it on in a movie? I mean, I don't know. The chances are small. Uh, At that time, I just had no connections. I didn't know. It it felt daunting. Stand-up, however, I could get on stage that night, write something. I could figure out right away if it went well or poorly and I could work on it right after the show and you know you see direct results. So that's sort of how I got into it uh, plus a bunch of other stuff you know but doesn't matter. You know so but anyways point being I always like wanted to perform but I never thought what's your 10-year plan going to be. Um, so in that process I've had a lot of ups and downs as you do but part of the downs is the feeling of just being lonely thinking like watching your friends in other industries sort of hit these traditional milestones, you know, get married, have kids, you know, make $100,000, things like that, whatever it is, these like things that you're supposed to be doing or you're told you're supposed to be doing. And the part that's always felt lonely is sort of feeling like, oh, my world is just never really going to be that. And then kind of feeling like, am I ever really going to connect on the same level to my friends that? you know, that you're told you're supposed to, right? You go to weddings and you see like a group of bridesmaids that all went to college together and they all have these inside jokes and they go to brunch every weekend and you're like, that's just never going to be me. But in comedy, you make these friends who, um, some of them are your coworkers who you're professionally friendly with and then some are your true friends who you hang out with, you travel with, that sort of thing. And I think you don't really stop and check in too much about your relationships. I don't, at least, some people might. But I'm spending so much time thinking about career that sometimes you just don't check in. And I guess my good confession is I I was very grateful to be there and see sort of, it was a moment to check in and th- see like, you know what? Like I do get sad. I get really frustrated. I get really lonely doing this. But that was a moment where I could look around and say like, I came out here not for work. I came out to New York to watch my buddy get married and then I'm here celebrating, having a good time. It's really happy and joyous. And I look around, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I hate this word, but blessed, literally, in that sense. Grateful. That's the word I want to use. I was very grateful to look around and think, yeah, these are friends that I've made through comedy. But um, years ago, before I even knew this was a thing I would still be doing in 10 years, like the my friend that got married, he used to host an open mic, um, and wh- that was one of the first open mics I ever did. And I lived a few blocks from there, so that's sort of where I cut my teeth and, you know, um, got used to getting up on stage. So it was really cool to come back years later and just you know be in this community and and realize, yeah, maybe our lives are not traditional, but we're still gonna hit these emotional, you know, relationship milestones because we're people who connect whether or not that looks the same as, you know, someone who is an accountant and goes to work nine to five every day and, you know, group on, um, I don't know, scuba dives on the weekend. Probably not, but we're still going to be able to celebrate and enjoy those moments. So that was my good confession. I felt really grateful to just be able to take a step out of, uh, sort of the stressed anxious work mindset and just say you know what I'm here to celebrate my friendships and celebrate love is that corny maybe so I'm gonna um, go ahead and introduce the first good confession we had uh, Lindsay Adams she uh, she had a really fun confession and then we chatted a little bit so um, you guys might remember or you might need a refresher so if you need a refresher here it is well just because we like to start on a positive note, is there something good you'd like to confess Lindsay Oh, good. I was going to cumble brag. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um,
2: I walked Jen. I was Jennifer Hudson's dog walker in Chicago. Okay. Big deal. What kind of dog did she have? She had three Pomeranians. They are wow, named. three! This was also so long ago, uh-huh. so they're probably dead. But the, <laughs> it's like Oscar, Grammy, and Dream. Were oh my god, she named
1: her dog Grammy.
2: And they did not tell me. I was like working for a dog walking service, and they didn't <gasps> tell me it was like anonymous. Oh and gosh. so I just showed up at her apartment,
1: uh-huh.
2: and I was like, oh, "That's like." An Emmy <laughs> in like a glass case, and I was wow. like, "Where the fuck am I?" <laughs> it's just pictures of Jennifer Hudson. You are like, "Wow, she, this person really likes Jennifer Hudson." That's literally what I thought. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I don't want to make any like assumptions," and I was like, "Wow, this person is like really." And I was like looking for a missing link, and then finally, I was like, "Oh, it's Jennifer Hudson." Okay. That's so funny, so weird, yeah. Um, it was fun.
1: Did she was she did she review you all?
2: She yeah she she's really nice. That's she was good. there like once or twice. Okay. And And I just, like, felt so – I was, like, in her home, and it felt so weird. One time I came, and, like, her husband was, like, asleep on the couch, like, in his (laughs) boxers with no shirt on. And he, like, got up and, like, offered me bacon, and I was, like – Bacon? I've got to (laughs) leave. Like, I I had to, like – and it took a long their dogs were really bad Uh um so they took like a long time to like get them ready because they were just like such little shits yeah Pomeranians are real whiny they're like whiny and like they're the two girls weren't spayed and it was like a mom and daughter and they were like drawing blood oh my god I know I was like I deeply relate but like also (laughs) (laughs) chill out Um. Anyway, it was it was so cool? I love being in rich people's houses.
1: Yeah, it's cool. I, I just think of her uh, just because I just watched Cats as a, uh, Chrisabella, oh and God. what a nightmare of a movie. Did you watch it? I didn't because I
2: can't. I'm not gonna see it. I, I, I like obviously I'm obs I'm obsessed with Cats. I love mm-hmm. Cats. Like the animal or the show? Yes, the animal. <laughs> and when I was little, my mom took me to go see the show. Uh huh. And. I just was horrified by,
1: like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely how... not reminiscent of actual cats, like the animal. No, at all. I was
2: like, you literally took me <laughs> to see bulges and sweatpants. Oh like, this God. is an animal whose face I put in their belly. <laughs> like, I, and now I like, that's heinous. Like, that's there's so no funny. way. I was like, so horrified, so I'll never see it.
0: Yo, perreo sola.
1: that was Lindsay adams all right guys next up by the way i i um i i did take my dog to new york with me because hearing this story reminded me of that i used to look at dogs while i walked around new york city all the time you know there are plenty of dogs plenty of people own dogs there it's fine but I always thought like I could never have a dog here it's like you know you'd have to have so much space it's hard I when it's snowing how do you take them out you got to carry them up and down stairs the subway's disgusting but I wanted to bring Wushu to with me to New York because well a I I've become very dependent on him and b um I just could it was easier and cheaper than hiring a sitter I could bring him and he could see New York but while I was there, I felt like I was showing my son New York City where I went to college. And it was really nice. I took him down to the park. I kind of like took him to dog parks, introduced him to friends. Um, he was very much a tourist. He would bark at everything. He stared at everything. Um, very much not, not chill. While the other New York dogs kind of just stared at him like, all right, buddy, get over it. Are you going to move? anyways it was very cute so y- you can see photos of him in New York at Mr. Underscore Wushu underscore all right this next confession comes from Neil Ghosh. uh he and I go way back to when I first moved to LA not as far back as you know me starting stand-up comedy but I that's just because I just moved to LA five years ago but we met at a um artist collective that had an open mic but it wasn't comedy it was like poetry and songs and him and i were the only comedians there so we kind of got to know each other so yeah i had him on the pod as you guys remember and hear his his good confession is there something good you want to confess
0: um man it's gonna feel kind of no no there's nothing
1: corny about it it's (laughs) it's your chance i'm giving you a chance to brag
0: okay okay um this is a very like i think intrinsic thing about probably kids that Uh are have foreign parents okay i hate talking about myself Uh so just know i'm wildly uncomfortable you're listening
1: me too as i host a podcast uh (laughs) no definitely have i definitely got over that a long time
0: ago
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it's a good thing oh now you're just like
0: let's record baby uh Uh, okay here's my here's my thing
1: yeah i'm definitely i went too far the other way i like
0: attention i love it she, uh theresa just sipped a perrier by the oh. way <laughs> just for a visual With my pinkies punch out. <laughs> yeah. um i did okay so i did this little comedian badge for myself i did okay. get booked at the <gasps> comedy store yes for the first time ever Oh my god! um that's last huge. sunday okay it was just past sunday man and i had a really good set that's
1: amazing and i
0: had to go last too and mm-hmm I was nervous because I didn't know I was going last until like two before.
1: What was the show?
0: It was the c show okay. hosted by Jody Miller and Suna, um, whose last name I'm forgetting. But yeah, it was cool. I was booked on it by Evangeline Monroe, who we know through uh-huh. the Asian uh, diaspora here in LA. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just like, it was one of those things where I know I I have the emails of producers that I mm-hmm. could have asked to like hey can i do your show in the belly room or uh-huh. like whatever but i just never wanted to for some weird reason because
1: yeah, you want you yeah i get it you want to be asked you, you don't yeah, yeah.
0: and yeah. i don't know if it's an ego thing or like a humble thing
1: or you want to feel like that was the time I, there's nothing wrong with asking either but i totally know what you mean because there's certain shows i have in my mind like that too where i'm like i want to feel like i naturally came to this part yes. of my life yeah
0: yes and and just the idea of like because i've uh, a lot of friends that like will do the big shows, and it's kinda like you know the way they got on was by you know going and asking networking like and I've just always been as far as stand up goes like I've always had this perspective that comes from a music background, which ties mm-hmm. into my confession okay yes. um of just like it took me ten years to like really figure out how to play an instrument, like start playing uh-huh. music charlie parker has this great quote it's like don't let the saxophone or don't play the saxophone let the saxophone play you mm-hmm. so it takes like time and so as far as mm-hmm. stand-up goes i've been doing it for four years so i really just wanted to like train as much as i could before i got that shot yeah. and like when the opportunity came i was like i know i got a killer like seven yeah. minutes that i'm really proud of and i went up and i did that shit and it just was like bam that's you know awesome. what i mean like it's it so great it was a nice this is a really nice evening
3: i'm working bitch ain't no time for dick you wish you could swear sway my attention i'm working bitch ain't no time for dick sure is fuck can't sway my attention this
1: next confession comes from one of my favorites. I mean, everyone's my favorites, but she, it's funny because she talks about being psychic. And honestly, I really do feel very calm by her presence, as if like there's like a you know Mother Nature walking, watching over, like a like a what do what they call? It's not Mother Nature, the spirit. I don't know enough about tarot and the occult to really know, but there's like a like a angelic spirit guide. I feel like that represents. I don't know the goddess. Is that what they call it? If you guys, if I'm butchering your tarot, please um, you can correct me. Okay. This confession comes from Brie Pruitt. Um, she confesses being. Um, uh, doing a photo shoot with marie claire which i think is fucking awesome um so here it is but i do like to start with a positive note so i asked my guests to confess something good um just to you know have a light start um brie is there something good you want to confess
4: yes i and this is a good confession because uh-huh. there are no results of it but <laughs> i had a photo shoot this year with Ooh. marie claire magazine
2: what that's awesome but it didn't go like get published anywhere they go Why?
4: it'll the it was a street style thing okay and they're like
2: if it's not in print if it doesn't make it in the print magazine it will for sure be on Mm -hmm. the website girl it was never on any
1: website it could have been just some man some man on the street was like (laughs) i work for marie claire um her name is
4: marie i work for this woman marie claire (laughs) (laughs) i just missed it um
1: that's awesome though that was fun so So they found you on the street so you had good street style and no they found me on instagram and then they had even cooler style. They sought you out. Not good enough, though. Straight to offer. Um, That's really cool. I used to follow that Sartorialist blog. Do you remember that? That was like a thing in college. I think this was like pre-Instagram influencers. I don't think it would exist now. Uh But it was like when fashion blogs existed where just like people at home were like here's all the clothes I like yes there's this guy who would take photos I think he was actually a professional photographer wow I feel like I'm sure someone's gonna correct me and no. I'm putting my foot in my mouth <laughs> watch he's like a famous but he used to have this blog called the Sartorialist where he would like just um, catch people on the street who had clothes he liked I and, love that and post them yeah and it was in New York so I remember it was like a thing if you were on the Sartorialist I was never on it but it's always been a dream looking out looking out <laughs> wake up, wake up. Wow, wow, wow. This next confession comes from Nick Nemeroth, Um, Very funny guy. Love his comedy. If you guys haven't seen his stand-up set, which is part of his good confession um, on Late Night, please go check it out. It's hilarious. He's one of those people I met in, um, one of those LA comedians that I met after I left LA. It's, LA is so big that you sometimes don't meet other LA comedians until you go on the road or do a festival or a show somewhere out of town. And then that's when you find each other. So I ran into him in Denver um, and I said, you have to come do my pod. Um, but I really like this confession because it's so honest. And so just like you feel like it's so on the nose, but people don't just say that. I love it. I, I think we should all be allowed to just say like, hey, I did that thing I wanted to do. I recognize a lot of people want to do it, but this is about me right now. It's my dream and I did it. So I think that's really cool. So here it is.
3: Uh, it's
1: very serious stuff, the comedy. Exactly. Um, but I do like to start on a good note, positive note, uh, mm-hmm. by asking my guests for a good confession. Is there something good you'd like to confess, Nick? Uh,
3: I've already achieved my dream. Oh, okay. Of, what was your dream? Uh, I guess getting on Conan was yeah. the dream, and then... Now I did it. It's a good confession in a way, and then also now I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So
1: now you're gonna walk into the ocean while mm-hmm. someone plays violin slowly. Exactly. Um, well, that's very congratulations. I didn't say that in the beginning, but I did write down Conan.
3: Right. So I feel. I, I mean, I, I didn't was
1: say it because I wanted you to say. It.
3: <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I was trying to think of what's <laughs> the a what's a good thing that's happened in that.
1: But, uh, okay, so I know, like, obviously a lot of comics have that as a dream, but you specifically had this as a dream. Like, Vision Board, this was the one.
3: Truly. I was like, this would be the greatest thing I could ever do in my life. And I assume that once I did it, I would be eternally happy. (laughs) How (laughs)
1: early did you think this? Like, when you had started comedy, or was this, like, you dreamed of doing comedy before all... Like, at what point in your journey, was this, like, a visualized dream?
3: Uh, I dreamed of doing comedy before I did comedy. And then... I dreamed that I would be able to do it on Conan, I guess, Mm -hmm. when I, like, you know, would just see my favorite, I would, like, you know, me and my friends would watch Conan all the time and watch the comics on it, and I would just be Mm -hmm. like, that is ideally the coolest possible (laughs) outcome of doing comedy, is getting to do it on that show with that host. And you did it. And so I did it, and thing. now and now you have to quit I'm comedy. I'm so happy. So <laughs> I'm
1: sorry to say, but this podcast is over. You're not allowed to do comedy anymore.
3: That would be that would be a fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> outcome for this.
1: Um, <laughs> what if that was all it was? Mm-hmm. Um, that's really amazing. I mean, I, I know it like seems silly because it's like obviously I'm sure you get so many congrats, c- congratulations, but to actually have a specific, a specific dream, and then to do it, mm-hmm. is not to be like, a, what's the word? I almost said it in Chinese, and then I realized I don't know the English word. Shao "Xiaokun" in Chinese means "little looked," and then I wanted to say "overlooked," but "overlooked" is not the right word. The word like to not to be
3: taken uh, lightly, maybe. That's, sure, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Like it's it's a it's an achievement, even if we want to be humble. Like it's something that
3: it's certainly try. when I think about uh, you know imminent death, or <laughs> if the earth is going to die, or if I'm on a plane, you're okay. With I'm like. Now. You know I did what a lot of people don't get to do mm-hmm. so I feel very at peace in that way
0: I I sorry I what I want to nobody
1: Alright guys, we got two more left. Um, this has been fun. I hope you're like drinking your coffee or eating your, if you're healthier than me, um, drinking your kombucha or whatever, staring at a bright sunny window and pondering what you're going to do with your Sunday morning and uh, realizing you have to do nothing. I hope that's, I, that's what I hope for you. Um, this next confession comes from Maviola. So funny, we got to do this pilot together last year. Um hasn't come out yet, but we were we played friends, which was easy because we are friends. And um, she's just so funny. I love her so much. I love her point of view. She's so well spoken. And she kind of feels like a a soul sister. Like, I feel like we, We're able to connect, maybe because we're both codependent. I mean, if you guys haven't heard that full episode, go check it out. Um, I think we get into some interesting things. But maybe because we both had similar sort of outlooks on relationships and then also similar transformations, uh, I really connect to her. Her good confession is real fun. Um, It's, uh, again, about... Uh, a really cool achievement in comedy that I think she sh- she and anyone would be very proud of. So here it is. Um. Well, speaking of amazing, I like to start by asking my guests for a good confession, just because yes. confessions aren't all negative. Yeah. Um. So that just kind of
4: starts on a light note and also helps the listeners to get to know you. so Absolutely. What's
1: something good you'd like to confess?
4: Yeah. So you mentioned Margaret Cho. Actually, mm-hmm. um, the reason I'm getting to perform with her at the Largo is because I um. I actually was just on her podcast um, as a guest. And then before that, I met her. Well, I met her through fellow comedian Ian Harvey okay. and his partner, who's um, her manager. Um, so they've got a really great little family going on with friends. And then because of that, I got a role, a small role in Eliza Schlesinger's new film. Oh, hell yeah. Um, oh, I think I saw this on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And and I wanted so to ask you about it. I, I got, it got to play Margaret Cho's Date, well, which is like... The most humble brag oh I could God. ever have. Like, I just, I'm just, like, and in between takes, we're just standing there, like, because it was really cold, and she's, like, nuzzling into Aww. me, and we're just talking, like, like, as it for peers, which is crazy, because it's uh-huh. Margaret Cho, and we're definitely not peers. You know, she's, like, an you icon. Not- yeah, yeah. You're co-stars. But that's, like, you know, that's my <laughs> that's humble awesome. brag right now, is that, like, all things Margaret Cho.
1: Did she play Margaret Cho in Eliza's no, session okay, No, she doesn't, no. cuz
4: I sometimes like with comedians they'll have other comedians as themselves I wasn't sure. Yeah. That's awesome. It's cool. Wow, the congrats. the film's called Play It As It Lies and it will I don't know when it's coming out but it's going to be really fun.
3: Bitch sit on my face I attack that. Choose up, Lil John, I'm finna peck him. When it comes to my bitch, I'm straight active. Dirt ball in a kush smoking cat piss. Lil' bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell your best friend, shut the fuck up. Hey, Lil' bitch, shut the fuck up. Tell yo
1: finally we have come to our last good confession i hope that this has been fun it's funny because starting this podcast i learned how to speak better in terms of like not interrupting people and just kind of choosing the right words Uh, i think i've gone backwards i i just realized i've been stuttering a lot and i can't enunciate i don't know why that is but it might be a problem especially if I want to do stand-up and I want to act. I should probably do some speech exercises. Wow, this is very weird to be dictating like this. Okay, guys, I'll spare you my insanity. Um, this final confession comes from very dear friend, uh, Brett Belin. He's so funny. If you guys heard that episode, it made me laugh out loud nonstop because it's so disgusting, but... Multiple people reached out and said that they either do this or they know someone who has done this, like their siblings. So, hey, just goes to show, just when you think you're unique for picking your nose and wiping it on the wall, you are not, buddy. Um, But it was such an enjoyable, funny episode. So, Brett's Good Confession um, is all about a new gig he has. um, Very exciting. And we talk about it. And here it is. And i like to start with a good confession, just to have a positive note. Is there something good you'd like to confess?
3: Um, I am directing uh, my very first sketch show, uh, Aquaman. They just got to run at UCB. Okay, uh, the first show is coming up uh, this coming Thursday. So week nice. from tomorrow. Okay, or I you know whenever so it you will have had this. happened. Yes. <laughs> it will have happened. Oh wait, uh, and then they have a show. The, oh okay, I see. Yes. Yeah, and then okay. they have a show in February and a show in March. Uh, Aquaman is the name of the show. Oh. Uh, acutely unaware. Aquaman, acutely unaware. Uh, Two funny dudes, Uh, they've been working, there's a show at UCB called Sketch Showdown where you have to Uh make a new 15 minutes of sketch every month and then the audience votes and if you win, uh, you know, you got to win to move on and they've been winning for over a year now. Oh, wow. And so they put together their best 30 minutes of sketch, had me come on to kind of help direct and kind of, you know, get it all into shape. And uh, they're killer. And they've been working on awesome. stuff So, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. To, oh, to... that's
1: so cool. Congratulations. Hey, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I hope the show goes well.
3: Thank you. thank you.
2: Yes. I got plenty tattoos on my flesh. On my Drip on me, I tap to my face. Honey, everywhere, I what? made a mess.
1: Well, that's been the good confession episode for January and February. I will probably do this again next month. Um, if you guys enjoy this, you know, give me a little shout. Maybe go on the Discord. Hey, you can do that. Uh, it's the link is in the Instagram bio at Tell Me Anything Pod, and that's a place where you can just chat. Look, not many people there right now, but I'm in there, so you can talk to me it's fun I look can you tell that I just like to talk to people I love to talk so much Um, whether that's typing or online or that's the same thing whether it's texting or typing online or to you to your ears through this microphone or on stage or in person but that does often require eye contact and that's very hard for me okay guys thank you so much for tuning in Um, I love you so much thanks confidants we'll see you next time goodbye (laughs)